Hello and welcome to the Awaken Your Business podcast. My name is Tyson Sharp and after coaching hundreds of online entrepreneurs, it became very clear that the vast majority were looking to grow a successful business unconsciously as a solution to feel enough, to feel worthy, to even feel safe and secure. And so it's in this podcast where we face those internal challenges head on and we do it through self-connection, we do it through elevated consciousness and heartfelt courage so that you can learn how to build a successful and aligned business simply as a byproduct of your personal awakening. So when you're ready, take a deep breath and I'll see you on the inside. Man, do I have a treat for you all. I just finished the interview with John Michael and John, he has had a wealth of experience in terms of coaching, consulting and helping people build a personal brand that's sustainable a personal brand that is not superficial but in a way that's heartfelt in a way that is uh, personal in a way that is uh, a way that allows you to serve the way you're meant to serve and you'll hear in the interview his experience it's it's extraordinary what he's he's been able to accomplish uh, in the last 30 years in doing this work but also, I wanted to interview John because a lot of you are coaches, consultants, you're growing a personal brand, you're on social media, you're looking to gain uh, a new f- uh, following or you know, establish yourselves as the authority in your, in your market and looking a way to differentiate yourself and do it in a way that's unique and do it in a way that's you. And I know I had to get John on because we go through the structure he uses with his clients to not only allow you to be, not only allow you to build a personal brand, but to make sure that you get results for people, right? And to promote yourself in a way that allows you to get the results you're after. So whether that be reputation, whether that be through cash flow, whatever it may be, whether it be leaving a legacy, whatever is important to you to keep in mind when you build your personal brand, when you're building uh, your own tribe, to do it in a way that always makes sure that you're you're getting the results that you're after, and getting the and doing it in a way that feels aligned, doing it in a way that feels in flow, doing it in a way that uh, allows others to look at you as the authority. And so, building your personal brand is is uh, is hands down the most important thing you can do right now because in this day and age, with so many people having their their jobs uh, be less and less secure your personal brand and how people see you in the market as a business owner is is what's going to be the the factor in helping you uh, in helping you establish yourself and if you can couple what we talk about here with all of the inner work you're doing in terms of surrendering in terms of allowing in terms of being in a space of following your heart man coupling this together is where it will all start to fall into place. And if you can do this in a way that is creative, in a way that's loving, in a way that's generous, in a way that allows you to serve, then this is what's going to skyrocket you and your business and, and everyone else who is, is, uh, is really drawn by your impact. And so I can't wait to see your results after this. I can't wait for you to take notes and start to implement 
some things here because they're not only foundational, but they're, they're absolutely necessary right here, right now. So here's John. Okay, guys, welcome back. We've got another power conversation here. I've got my friend John here and uh, not only I, I got to know John over the, over the last few weeks, but it's, it's cool to bring conversations around, not only around mindset, not only around ancient wisdom, but today we're mostly talking about personal branding. And it's a topic that I love studying because most of us listening, we're all into the, the coaching, consulting, we're building our own businesses, we're mostly solopreneurs, we're focused on how to do this in the most established way, in the most authentic way, and in a way that's sustainable. And uh, I know myself, I've been led by many different, uh, many different coaches, many different uh, business consultants on how to do this um, in how to do this in, in, in tough times. But you can feel sometimes with these types of business tactics, tools and strategies, they, they really don't align. Um, the reason why I wanted to bring on John here is not only because he had 30 years experience in, in helping people with their, their branding, their imaging, helping them. Um, you know, really establish themselves in their industry and become authentic leaders. But, but the fact that he has a huge element of personal development within his own, within his, in his own right. And, uh, and it, it, it was a cool conversation I had with him on the phone the other day, uh, diving in deep into different topics. Um, but this is the, the personal brand message is something that not only is going to help a lot of you establish yourselves, but do it in a way that is aligned with your heart and in a, in a way that's not superficial, that's being taught uh, all over the globe, uh, that isn't sustainable, but in a way that feels aligned for you. So John, welcome, first of all. Uh, it, it's awesome to have you here. And I just want to give you an opportunity just uh, you know, for, for five minutes or so or however long you want to just explain who it is you are, what it is you do, and, and how do you help? Tyson, thank you very much. I'm excited to be sharing uh, some of the uh, experiences of the last uh, 30 odd years with you and of course uh, your listeners. And nothing gives me more uh, pleasure to actually do that, especially with people that are coachable and want to learn new things. We're interested, you know, we're, we're all living in interesting times right now. And obviously part of my presentation will sort of, you know, will we'll sort of touch on some of that stuff as well hopefully try to make your life a little bit easier. So my background, look, I've got the most eclectic background from a personal brand image consultant on the planet. Uh, and what I mean by that is I originated from the fashion industry. Uh, I was a designer. I worked for the Christian Dior brand. Um, that led me to starting my own manufacturing plant. I had, you know, this is all under the age of 30. I had around 200 people working for me. Uh, that led me to bringing some of the biggest brands uh, from around the world uh, into Australia. We're talking about mostly men's and women's super brands like Giorgio Armani, Gianni Versace, Prada. These are before these brands had stores in Australia. So we used to bring them from Europe. That led me then to open up my own stores uh, uh, so we can have control of our destiny. And that was retail stores, very high quality menswear. Um, and that was ended up with around 10 stores with a dream of opening around 50 stores one day. But, you know, through the tribulations of going through a lot of different stuff, including, by the way, the last financial crash of 87-91, okay, where I lost over $10 million. Basically, that gave me some indications that, you know, 
I wanted to do things differently. And I, I didn't necessarily love just selling product. I actually love people more. So that led me to um, checking out and researching different people to connect with. And of course, I read a great book that really got me inspired called The Author in His Holiday Home in Hawaii. Uh, cut a long story short, because that's a great story in itself. But anyway, cut a long story short. I contacted him, uh, decided to bring him out uh, into uh, Australasia to run seminars, workshops in an area that I was very interested in, and that was image consulting. Uh, his name was Robert Ponte from San Francisco. Uh, we launched him in um, Kuala Lumpur. We, uh, we, we had a highly successful campaign, uh, made a lot of money, and then we became partners. And from that, I launched him all over Australia uh, and Singapore and you know uh, Thailand and right, right, across, right across Southeast Asia. So basically, that led me into the whole personal development and coaching world. But I discovered coaching by accident. And how did I discover it? Because I used to sell high quality clothes. Uh, you know, if you can imagine this, I, I'm trying to paint a picture with you. You know, the, the feel, the, 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 the whole touch around that, the visual aspect of that, and how you basically sort of, you know, felt around beauty is what really inspired me to say, hey, what about since this is valued at X dollars, right? And this product next door at another store is only valued, let's say one X of that 10. How can we also do that with people? And that's when I started talking to people and clients would come to me and sit down in my store. By the way, we had a cafe in the store 25, 30 years ago, right? You know, where you get cafes in all the stores now. We had a full cafe in the store. Uh, including serving, you know, whiskey and beers and all that sort of stuff like the barbershops do now. So we, we were really before uh, our time, no question about that. So from that, I was inspired by sitting down with people, helping them along, and, and specifically what happened was, hey, I've got a gift for this, in sitting down and inspiring people into action. And that's what started our coaching business. Uh, and from that, you know, I've coached now over 400 coaches around the world, in, in my specialty and basically um, led to, you know, all sorts of other JV deals in, in business. Uh, and of course I sold my sports management firm only last September that we also started 10 years ago to, uh, to Southeast Asia and Singapore. And basically that's led me now to, you know, to look at other opportunities. Uh, but the coaching business, I've got four coaches that work with me. Uh, work for me. Uh, and also, of course, specifically, I coach other coaches out there in running their own independent business that have nothing to do with me. We just show them actually how to do it effectively, not how, you know, the schools tell you how to do it. So that's sort of a bit of background on my story. Uh, and from a personal perspective, you know, I'm a, uh, I'm a father, I'm a husband, um, and I'm a son. You know, so this is also very important for me as part of my personal brand. And I've got two boys that I adore and it's part of, you know, who I am as a, as a human being. And that's important for me in, you know, part of sharing and for you guys to get to know who I am. Wow. Awesome. Huge, huge story. I mean, we can go, we could dive in deep into half an hour just on your experience <laughs> and, uh, and dive in deep into that. And, I'm sure many people are asking because the, the, the times have obviously shifted since you started and, and you, you're very, very up to date with 
the current the, the branding models and, and everything that's coming coming through uh, in your experience you know from growing 30 years ago and and being just as successful now what is your what what can you see that the the traps are that most coaches or consultants find themselves in when they're branding themselves this day and age they have no authority no authority so they can't really establish themselves as the leader you know people look at them they don't have social proof what what do you mean by by yes authority? yes well basically basically if you haven't got all the things you just you said including you know you're, you don't establish yourself as a leader you you've got no social proof and social proof by the way is essential uh, the only problem you've got with social proof today online is it can indicate you've got a lot of likes and a lot of followers. It doesn't mean you're any good. Does that make sense? Yeah, totally. Okay. It doesn't mean you're any good. And you've got to really watch that today online because that's where a lot of scams originate from. You know, that's my experience and it's cost me a lot of money to find that out. But basically authority means that people will listen to you. Okay. So if I didn't have any authority in my world, you wouldn't be interviewing me today would I, am i right mm. okay and you've obviously established that i've got authority by checking me out okay you would have done that online okay you would have you you would have maybe possibly read some of the stories on me in the media you would have saw my linkedin profile you would have maybe checked my social media but again you're looking you know that's part of the social proof that we we mentioned before but if but authority also means if you've got testimonials that they're real testimonials you know, if you go into my LinkedIn profile, you'll see at least 80 real testimonials. And we're talking about here, I've been on LinkedIn, I don't know, 15 years or something, not, you know, not yesterday, right? Okay, so basically that's part of your authority. But the most important thing out of all of this is you get results, yeah? Mm. Okay, if you don't get results, right, then it's a waste of time because you, you know, and I say this to myself and I say this to my students, there's no point hiring me as a coach if not if you're not going to get results you're better off buying my book it only costs 30 bucks it's a lot cheaper <laughs> gotcha yeah and that's something that it, it's something that a lot of people can uh you know when when you start a when you start a business when you start coaching or consulting a lot of people want to go out there and, and they uh want to have the big media following to establish that authority but what you're saying is if you don't have the results to, you know, to, to transform someone, then it's all going to, it's, it's all going to come crumbling down because you basically built it on a, on a, a poor foundation. Is that what you're saying? 100%. And that's the language we use. So before, so in our, it, so if I can give you an imaginary model of a, of a pyramid right now, a triangle, and at the bottom we call it, yes, build, the build is the foundation, right? Mm. Okay, you've got to get your foundations right. Okay, now it, you don't have to be a master at this, but you've got to have something. Yeah, otherwise, what 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 are you putting out to the world? You're just faking it, right? Okay, and that's okay as well. It, it, sometimes in life you've got to fake it to be, become it. But if you know, eventually you get found out if you're not delivering. So you've got to get your foundations right. So get built on your foundations. I've had a lot of people over the years come to me. They've got no foundation, but that, what they wanted me to do was make them famous. I can do that. And I've done that with people with no foundation, but I, I, I told them from the start and I don't do that anymore. I said, basically it's all going to collapse eventually. Just don't blame me when it happens. Does that make sense? Yeah. Okay. So get clear on your foundations and then comes the promotion. So from a point of view of social media, that comes secondary. 
That, that doesn't come first, that comes secondary. And from that, if you do that effectively and you use a system that works, then you're gonna go into what we call is the last stage is cash in. And in cash in, what it means for my clients, it's, you know, it's of course cash making money. And a lot of people, uh, definitely that's a, the top three of the things that they're looking for. Uh, and in this environment, essential component, uh, reputation. Okay, so, so I have a lot of clients that don't need the money but they want to get their reputation right. But, you know, and it could have been somebody that had an unfortunate scenario in their life where they got that uh, reputation damaged. And the last bit, and this is normally from people 50 and over, is for legacy. What am I doing for the future? You know, my kids, my family, what am I going to leave behind? You know, that's, that's the quick version of our model. Um, so you've got to get your foundations right. Like you said, 100% without foundations, everything will collapse. Great. So the foundations there, the foundations in terms of make sure you can get results for people, first of all. So always be working on your craft, always be educating yourself, always be, uh, you know, always be in, in you know, researching and, and getting up to date with the times. And then once you do that, then it's the promotion, then it, the promotion secondary in terms of building your, the, the authority in terms of using the system, in terms of making sure you can, you can put yourself out there. Once you do that, then you can start cashing in, whether it be through you know finances or whether it be through reputation, and then leave a legacy uh, towards the towards the end. If that's what you want to think about, is what are you going to leave behind? Whether it be things for your family, things for your kids, things for you know as a mission or as a as, as an example. Um, that's basically the, the steps that you work through. Is that what I'm is that what I'm hearing? That is one hundred percent. So going back to foundations, just remember this. Your clients aren't investing in your business. They're not buying into your business. They're actually investing in you. Yeah. So it's how you're going to connect, relate with them. And by the way, I'm not the coach for everybody. I'm very selective who I coach. Yeah. Because, you know, we're, we're all different personalities out there. We have different uh, re re relatabilities. Um, uh, uh, skills in reference to connecting to different people. So meaning, you know, you've got to keep on working on that. Though. And I've, I've been working on this for a long time. So, so uh, the intention here is to constantly be working on, on yourself. And as a coach, you must be coachable first before you start coaching. You know, I can't tell you, especially consultants that have come from the corporate world, you know, they, they, they hang their shield, you know, the, the, their whole reputation on their degrees and their MBA or whatever. Okay. But they are, they've got corporate masks on. That's not going to work in coaching. That will work in good political systems, okay? But in the real world of relationship coaching, where you've got to connect heart to heart, it doesn't work. So people are investing in you. They're not investing, you know, on the mask that you're wearing. Uh, so from the point of view, and, you know, the essential component here is really you, you are the brand, okay? You are brand me right now. Okay, so what are you doing to invest in brand me? And do you think brand doesn't work? And nonsense at times that you might read online? Why would corporations spend billions of dollars on branding if it doesn't work? Mm. It's what differentiates you in the marketplace. It's what's gonna get you to stand out, okay? From, definitely from competition. And in today's world, especially with what's going on right now, it's never been more important. Gotcha. Yeah. I mean, and a question that comes up to me 
is how would you define brand? Because most people have the, a different definition of what it means for them. In terms of, in terms of a, a coach or consultant who's growing their business and who's been doing it for a couple of years and looking to get their content out there, looking to grow their audience, uh, looking to establish themselves, how would you define brand for them? Well, basically, I'm going to keep it very simple, right? Your reputation. So I'm going to keep it that simple, although there's other components to it. But it's really your reputation. So if you want to define your brand, just go and ask a few people what they think of you. Yeah. yeah? Okay. Now, most people aren't going to be honest with you, just especially people close to you. They're not going to give you the honest feedback. You know, uh, and I'll give you an example. If you ask him, you know, for instance, how do you think I look? Oh, you look fine. You look great. Oh, you, you know, your hairstyle's cool. You know, your makeup works well. All of this nonsense, right? Because why? This has gone crazy in the last 20 years. And why is that? Political correctness has gone insane out there. Yeah. That's for sure. (laughs) It's gone insane. You can't speak the truth anymore. So what is full of is called weasel language. Okay. You know, you know, you hear it, you feel sort of superficially good, but it makes no difference to your life. And in my experience, and I can't stress this enough, especially around mental health and other stuff that goes around that, my experience around that is it's made people at times worse. Okay, because the truth works, but the truth has to come from somebody that knows, is heart-centered, and really cares about you. Okay, uh, I've got coaches as well. I've got a mentor, you know, worth a lot of money. He gives it to me between the eyes, no problem. But I've given him permission to that, and I'm not afraid of listening to the truth from his perspective. Make sense, Tyson? Yeah, gotcha. And so it's it's labeled under the umbrella of just reputation. And although you can get a lot of so feedback. keep it simple. Yeah. And although a lot of, a lot of people can get feedback and even though the feedback might be, uh, you know, stretching the truth or they might not be honest with you from, from political correctness, how would you, how would you, uh, how would you suggest someone go about the journey of, of finding out their personal brand off their, off their audience, off their clients, whoever it may be? Well, look, um, Certainly, you've got friends, family, and so on. But as I've already indicated to you, if you've got a trusted friend that doesn't muck around with you in reference to the relationship and is really authentic, that could be a good start, right? Uh, I've had many clients that have come that way. Uh, it could be also, you know, a, a colleague at work or, or a trusted mentor. That could also work as well. And, of course, it could be a professional like yourself, a, you know, a coach that specifically knows what they're talking about but makes it very clear. But I've got to give you, I, I've got to give you some feedback, right? And this is the truth. So I want to be really truthful to you because I've got, you know, you've got uh, coaches that are listening to this, consultants and so on. The truth doesn't necessarily always uh, will work from the point of view of making you rich. Does that make sense? Mm. Because what, is, what I mean by that? Sometimes, sometimes from a professional perspective, you can actually share, especially when you're trying to support someone's transformation in life. And it's so painful to them. It triggers them so much that they close off and don't want to deal with anything and leave you as a client. Yeah. So beware as a coach, when somebody says, yes, 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 give it to me, you know, between the eyes if that's what they really mean. So, you know, from a good questioning point of view and so on, and I use so. Socratic dialogue in my coaching, 
Uh, it's a natural way of being for me. That sort of then starts to give you a bit of idea how fair income they are in reference to the transformation in the coaching process. Um, so occasionally you're going to lose some people as well because they're not, you know, they're saying they want to transform, change their brand or whatever, but they're not really serious about actioning that. Perfect. Yeah. So it's really being, I mean, if you have a, a trusted advisor, if you have someone that is willing to speak the truth and willing to give you that honest feedback, I mean, their, their word will probably be a lot more valuable than, uh, than someone who's just willing to tell you what they think you want to hear. Right. And so that's really, uh, that's something that a, a, a relationship someone can work through and, and a relationship someone can look out for in their own network that can be, that can be really valuable. And I guess the next question would be, I've already established what, you know, what it is in terms of your reputation. Uh, I'm sure you've seen so many coaches these days, uh, you know, they're working out their content, they're releasing podcasts, they're releasing uh, blogs, they're doing Facebook lives, they're, they're on social media on, on all the platforms of Facebook and Instagram and Twitter, all those and YouTube. Uh, what advice, what advice can you give someone who's working through their personal brand and, and looking to build in the right way? So once your foundations are right, then you're going to prioritize which mediums you're going to start working with, right, to maximize your results. Of course, Facebook uh, could be one of them, LinkedIn, of course, because you're going to have to get your messages out there. And then, of course, you've got other forms of media uh, that, you know, and including mainstream media. So that's how you're going to get some of these key messages out there. The problem is, though, if you start doing too much content, and, of course, this can go, you know, uh, contrary to what, again, what has been told out there, before you know it, if, unless you're hiring people, and if you start doing a lot of that as well, that, you know, can get costly. But if you're doing a lot of your own content, you, get, you start to discover after a while. For instance, you know, with your podcast, right? I mean, podcast takes a lot of work. So that's a great that's a great medium. I mean, certainly. But if you're doing then all your other media as well, before you know it, you've got no time for coaching. Does that make sense? Yeah. So you know, so so you've got to be really clear. So what we do with our clients is we really prioritize what's going to give you the best outcome right now for the limited time and budget that you've got. What's going to you know what's going to give us the, the best return for the less spend. So best for less, right? So, you know, and the first thing might be Facebook, you know, depending who your personas are, your clientele that you're after. Uh, but it's important that you don't go bang in everything because you will not be able to manage it. Even if you're using autom you know, automated systems, you, you'll do that for a while, okay? But it's not sustainable long-term. And as you know, with content, the problem with, the con with content is you've got to be very recent and very frequent with it, yeah? Yeah. So if you're not doing a lot of content before you know it, it's become dated. Gotcha. Yeah. So you got to be, you know, you got to be really, you know, really cognizant of the fact that you can't do everything, you know, unless you outsource everything. And then, you know, and of course, a lot of my clients, that's what they do. Uh, they can afford that. That's what we help them to put together. Uh, but, so it depends on the client, right? But if you're really tech savvy as well, you can do some of it yourself. The only problem with doing a lot of it yourself is you're not being objective. Yeah. You know, you're looking at it from your eyes where really from a professional coach perspective, you're, you're getting another um, uh, insights, uh, another perspective that maybe you're not even considering. Mm. Yeah. So 
being completely, you know, thoughtful about which medium you use and uh, which one's going to get you the, the quickest outcome or the, or the best outcome that you're looking for. That's that is obviously for, um, you know, from, from your time perspective and your, and your financial resources perspective and, and being able to determine, okay, where is my, where are my clients? You know, where, where do they hang out? What content do they want to do? What content do they love learning? And making sure that content is, is recent and it's frequent so that they can have the exposure. Do you have a certain criteria in terms of how people can decide which platform, which medium is for them? Um, again, it depends who your personas are, but let's, let's assume they're all corporate clients. Yeah. Example. Of course, LinkedIn is a great medium for that. Um, you know, Facebook can also be good if it's done well. And also, you know, it's cheaper because uh, LinkedIn is one of the most expensive, if not the most expensive. So, uh, and of, of course, you've got all the other stuff you know about Google ads, you know, SEO, uh, um, uh, organic traffic, how you're going to build all of that. This is essential, you know, and you've got then your lead pages around that. I don't want to go into that because that's another workshop in itself. Uh, but we do all of that, you know, and the, the reality is unless you've got a system in place, it's going to fall over very quickly as you already probably have experienced. If you've, if you've given it a shot, the system is the key here. So for us, it's, you know, planning one, two, three, what do we do first? What do we do second? What do we do three with the outcome being the end game? What are we looking to achieve here? Um, so that's some of the, some of the examples that you can utilize. Now from an offline point of view, of course, you've got other networks as well you know, where you're going to be spending your time. Um, and the thing about it is, you know, you've got to get really clear on this because in the coaching world, as you know, you're going to attract a lot of tie kickers, right? And I say that word with the greatest respect. Uh, they're not really interested in really engaging, uh, but they want, you know, the, they just want a conversation for free. You know what I mean? Yeah. And, you know, they're wasting your time, in other words, because if, you know, and as a coach, you better respect your time because if you don't respect your time and value your time and your self value, you will be taken advantage of as I'm sure you've probably experienced. Yeah, totally. I mean, that's, it's, it's the key. It's the key to understanding how to respect yourself. Um, but also, also recognizing what the best is for your business growth. So let's, let's assume someone has the results. That's, they can get, they can transform someone. Hands yes. down, they, they know that. And that's their platform, right? Yep. They they've chosen their medium. Let's say it's let's say it's it's LinkedIn, let's say it's Facebook, let's say it's uh, it's YouTube, Instagram. Uh, yeah. Let, let so let's say they choose two or three platforms. They're gonna go. They're gonna go heavy on. They're willing to do uh, frequent um, content. They're willing to do. They're willing to do recent content, um, and all that. What what are the next steps? What are the next steps for someone who's who's ready to jump in and ready to um, ready to establish themselves as an authority? Well, so now that, now that they've got the mediums, right? So now that you're using, you know, two or three mediums that you've made a decision with now that it's essential to start campaigns, you know, communicating with this potential market. Um, and how you're going to do that is there's different ways that I do that. But the intention here is to build a database, where specifically a lot of these future clients or prospective clients uh, will engage you, 
Okay. Um, so, you know, the, the, the problem you've got is um, out there, you're getting a saturation because everyone's doing virtually the same thing. Everyone's copying each other. Does that make sense? Yeah. And a lot of this stuff comes from the States as well. You know, all the coaching, you know, I mean, it's, it's really interesting because before, before online, there were very few American coaches that would come into the Australian market, but through internet, uh, it's made it some so different right now. And they are taking a lot of clients, no question about that, because what they are, and this is important for coaches, is the Americans are very slick in their presentations. Us Aussies are more relaxed, okay? We're more, you know, we're, we're just more easygoing. Uh, and you would have seen the difference with the American model. But they're more, more aggressive as well. So they're taking a lot of that approach. Now, that's not my style. Okay, and I've worked with some of the best on the planet, including the States, many of them. It's not my style. And certainly from an Australian perspective, I don't think, you know, it, it can get very icky in our culture. So for me, um, in, in reference to your listeners, obviously, after you've got all the mediums and you've got campaigns set up, you've got to work out exactly who you're after. You know, are they going to be your clients potentially? Uh, and then, you know, and then start a campaign. The database is essential. If, you know, in my business, I don't need millions of followers. I don't even meet, need thousands and thousands of followers. All I'm interested in is out of a thousand people, the top 10, that's my clientele. Yeah. So, you know, and that's, that's a different model, of course, from the mass model that's mostly found online. Um, so, you know, it depends again, what you're going to be doing. A lot of my clientele, you know, of course, a lot of it comes from online, but of course, a lot of clients, because I've had a long period of um, reputation building here, it comes from offline. They don't even need to, you know, to see me on uh, online. They, they get, you know, I'm getting them through referrals. So the referral business is the essential component here if you're going to build the business. So you've got a database, whatever that database looks like, and then you start a whole referral uh, concept from there. And of course, what really works very well uh, is uh, email. Email is still a very effective tool in reference to building relationships and growing relationships. So you gotta, you know, have a whole system around that as well. Awesome, awesome. And in terms of campaigns, what would you, what, is there anything you would recommend in terms of, you know, specific lead magnets, you know, specific uh, ways of collecting um, their email? What, what sort of campaigns would you recommend for someone who's a, solopreneur growing their business on, on Instagram and Facebook and those sort of things? Look, the easiest, the easiest and cheapest is probably to do it on Facebook. Yeah. You know, by setting up a group page, every man and his dog is doing it though. So, but so what's going to be important. doesn't matter. Look, it doesn't matter if everyone's doing it. The bottom line with personal branding is this, it's how you're going to differentiate yourself, make you unique and sell your proposition there that people say, Hey, I want to be with this, you know, this guy and get or gal, right? Yeah. You know, I'm connected to them. So that's what really is the most important part. But so Facebook groups is probably a good way to do it. And then you can build a tribe around that as well. Um, so that's probably the easiest um, uh, to do it. Of course, anything else like LinkedIn or whatever, that gets a lot more costly and a little bit more complicated, but also very doable. Gotcha. Yeah, yeah. I mean, that's... Uh that's a key thing you touched on in terms of being different, you know, differentiating yourself from what everyone else is doing. And what I found is um, they're the insights that will come through when you 
do what we're doing in terms of the inner work, right? When you sit in stillness, when you surrender, when you follow your heart, it'll lead you to do things that are different. It'll lead you to do things that are a calling. And that's why um, I get a lot of feedback from the group members in, in this community where they they always let me know how different it is. Even just the vibe, like the, the, the energy and the, um, you know, just, just the tribe that who, who have collected in that, in that group, they just always say how different it is. And I'm always looking to be different, always looking to do something that's unique. And if you can do that, like you're saying, John, if you can do that in a, in a campaign format that is collecting, you know, that is having housing a database for you in a way that you know who your clients are, you know what mediums they're using, you know um, what's going to help them get results, then that's really the that's really the platform right that's really where that's really where people start seeing their authority build and build and build is that what you're saying yes um definitely what i'm saying uh the look we're living we're living in crazy times right now um and basically if you don't get serious about your personal brand i can guarantee you this if you've already got a job right? Depending in what sector it is, what industry, what company, if you've already got one, good luck to you. But if you haven't positioned yourself well after this and you lose your job, right? Branding plays a part, although uh, to be fair to everybody, a lot of this stuff's got nothing to do with you, what's going on, right? Uh, you know, this whole scenario. But long term, you will, even short term, if you don't start building your brand for the short to medium, long term, basically you're going to have no authority. Okay. Potentially, if you look, if you've lost your job, this is a great opportunity to rebrand yourself, reposition yourself, recalibrate yourself. Okay. So you can relaunch yourself. That's, that's what you could do right now. Yeah, if you've lost time. your job, you're potentially also going to start losing your identity. Okay. When you start losing your identity it gets dangerous. That's the last place you want, you know, you want to happen. So again, what do you do? Get into action, you know, and definitely from this concept of uh, activating yourself. Okay. You start to creating what's next opportunities, you know, what's next opportunities. And the thing is, um, and this is really, you know, from the perspective of, authority and so on. If you lack authority, people aren't going to basically buy you. And I use buy in inverted commas. Okay. They're not going to actually do that. So it's up to you how you're going to do that. The, the other thing is with, again, with what's going on and trying to, you know, support this from a holistic point of view, because my programs, what I do is holistic. Mind, body, spirit is intertwined in everything I do. Okay. It's the best way how to avoid fear is to do something substantial while the others right now are shut down. Because make no mistakes, uh, you know, this fear inducement that's been with us now for the last six, seven weeks, whatever, okay, has created serious issues for people. And even if they're pretending it hasn't, it's inside them, okay? So the best way you can deal with that is definitely get into action. You know, my job as a coach is I never, never, never promote victimhood, okay? I promote that you are the master of your life. 
You are the captain of your ship. Okay, and do not buy the fear that's being promoted out there. Okay, you have got the power to create whatever you want. But very be conscious where you're getting your messages from. Okay, because make no mistakes. You know, the media right now is playing games with us. Okay, and again, you, you'll see me all over the world. I've been in mass media right across. The thing about it is they're playing games. And as, a, as somebody that believes in humanity, okay, it's time for us to take our power back, okay? Uh, because, because people can only have power over you once you've actually given that, you know, you gave them that power, okay? They didn't take it. You gave it to them, okay? It's up to us to take our power back. Yeah. And you can do that by following your heart. Like you said, there's a, there's a heart-centered place here. It's the... It's the it's the perfect opportunity right now during this, this COVID-19 to, you know, a lot of people's stories are falling apart. I would suggest you allow them to fall apart and see what births, what births out of you will be something that is towards your calling, towards your purpose, towards your heart. And if you can place what, what John's saying here in terms of uh, how to establish yourself as the authority and how you can move forward in a way that's authentic, in a way that's connecting, in a way that's aligned with you. Uh, you'll, you'll find your personal brand start to, uh, you know, it'll be, a, it'll be a pillar. The, you know, it'll be a pillar that'll allow yourself to establish your right to be in the market. And, um, and that's, that's the exciting piece because you can do it in an authentic way. You can do it in a way that adds value. You can do it in a way that serves those who you're willing to serve and do it in a way that's different and uniquely you, right? It's, that's uniquely you and you, you'll build that reputation um, over time. And I know John, you had a couple questions that people can ask themselves in summing up all of this so they can start to really hone in on what they can do moving forward. Uh, hit us with those, uh, hit us with those three questions. Yeah, well, it's three questions. Basically the first one is, a question to ask yourself is, is my personal brand serving me? Okay. I, is it serving my purpose? That's number one. Number two, however that answers, okay, that's going to lead you to the next one. So am I happy with the overall outcomes that I'm getting? My return on investment. Return on investment definitely means money, time, okay, uh, reputation, whatever it is that you're looking for. And that means for both areas, including business and personal. And the two, you know, you've you got to separate the two and see how they actually affect each one individually. Of course, you can break that down in other areas as well, but we'll keep it simple. And the last one is, have you considered this? With whatever's gone on, how much your personal brand has actually cost you? Oh, John, what do you mean? my personal brand costing me? Well, for a start, question I have for you. Can you actually afford your personal brand? Mm. Because if you haven't marketed yourself properly, and marketing, by the way, is an essential component in what we're talking about here. You can be the greatest coach. If the world doesn't know about you and doesn't find out about you, you're going to die with a song still stuck inside you, okay? That's number one. How are you positioned? Okay, you so say you got all this nonsense out there. Oh, high net worth, wealth, clientele. And I know, I know these coaches because they call me and not, most of them are broke, yeah? 
because you just have to, you know, the languaging reveals. So in other words, from an os they don't oscillate at the energy of that particular persona. Okay. Uh, you know, if you're going to be low energy, you're not, don't expect to attract high energy. It doesn't work that way. That's an airy fairy concept, right? You're going to basically increase your own energy to get to par with what you're looking for. And the last one is how do you dif differentiate that we mentioned before, you know? Um, so, you know, the final around that is question is, can you afford to lack authority? Hmm. And if anyone says to you, yeah, that doesn't matter. Well, that's fine. That's their opinion. I'm not interested in opinions. I'm only interested in what works. Yeah. What works, you know? So if I'm going to go and ask somebody how to become wealthy, like my mentor, that's worth, you know, a billion dollars. Okay. I'm going to go to somebody that's made the money, not somebody that's basically reading a book or a script on how to make the money. You know, in other words, making the money from selling how to make money. Does that make sense? Mm. Very, very common in the personal development world. Gotcha. Yeah. Key questions people can ask themselves and start to get a gauge on uh, where they stand on, on their personal brand and you know what, where they can go moving forward. If you're, if it's serving your purpose, if it's, if it's uh, and you're happy with that, but you're not meeting an ROI that you're, business or personal brand is, is helping you achieve and that can be something you can focus on and then vice versa if you're happy with your roi then um organizing how you can differentiate yourself how you can be resourceful how you can always do that because the you know in, everyone's starting to find now that your personal brand and how people uh talk about you and your reputation um is 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 basically the game right now it's basically the game and uh and so the key key questions um john it's awesome awesome to talk about this stuff and it's uh it's been yes, absolutely dropped with nuggets i just wanted to give you a really cool opportunity to share um, where people can find out more about you and uh and how they can connect further so i just want to say first of all thank you very much i just want to finish it with this if i if i can remember as i started your clients aren't buying into your business they're investing in you yeah and as the Sydney Morning Herald only said recently, more than 2 million Australians could be out of work with unemployment expected to soar as businesses begin shutting their doors and standing down or sacking workers because of the coronavirus pandemic. Meaning the future right now is going to be dicey for a lot of people. They're going to be looking for great coaches out there. They're going to be looking for inspiration. They're going to be looking how to basically reposition themselves, recreate themselves, recalibrate themselves. So this is a great opportunity for anyone, uh, especially that loves people and loves to help people and, you know, and to make a difference out there, because I think that's one of the greatest gifts uh, we have as human beings to share that. So I want to thank you, um, Tyson, for the opportunity. Our website is uh, obviously image group dot com dot au uh, and i think you're going to be putting some links there and um yeah we might even have some gifts that you guys can follow up um once uh, you go to the link so i want to really thank you i want to thank everybody listening and i sincerely wish you uh, all the best and uh, definitely look forward to seeing you on the other side awesome awesome thanks so much it's been a such a, a, a value of uh of an interview and it's, it's something people are going to take away and, uh, and 
start implementing a lot of this and, and no doubt people can jump on your website. I'll put all the links in the show notes, not only links to connect with, with, with you further, but also some of the, uh, some of the links that people can get some more added value. So thanks so much, John. You're champion Tyson. Good luck, mate. Thank you. Thanks for listening to the awaken your business podcast. If you're like me and you have a heart that wants to contribute, you might want to come join us over on the online Facebook community called Connect, Contribute, Collaborate. This is the community of heart-centered business owners who are all doing this internal work. We mastermind around the latest business topics. We collaborate with each other to grow as one. And we do what we can to assist some charities and worthy causes around the world. So head over to TysonCoaching.com where you can find the link to join. And if you know you want to dive in deep into this work yourself, Sign up for the free transformational group coaching calls. Whether you want to uncover some unconscious patterns or shift those you're already aware of, or maybe even just benefiting from the live coaching of other members, there's always takeaways that lead to more peace and clearly more business success on the other end. Because I believe it's not what you learn here that's going to help you with your awakening, it's what you actually do with it. So if it feels like your expansion, jump over to TysonCoaching.com and I'll see you in the community. Take care now.